0: Hello, and welcome to The Franchise Life. I am your host, Stacey Shannon. Today, we are going to highlight a brand called Nora Mental Health. And with me, I have Scott Nellaway, who does franchise sales for Nora. Welcome, Scott
1: welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Stacey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this is a very important brand. Um, I highlight a lot of different brands and home services, food and beverage, fitness, what have you, but Nora Mental Health is focused on helping people. And gosh, we know since um, COVID, and in this past several years, there's never been a greater awareness of mental health awareness. So, Scott, can you just give us an overview um, of the background of Nora and where you are today with your franchise sales? Sure.
1: Um, you know, the, the genesis of Nora in general um, Dr. Hardy, who's the founder, um, is, it, is a is a clinical direct, a clinical uh, doctor in psychology. Fell in love with the field, um, but what we also saw, I think, was that you know we as a country have really gone off the rails. Uh, unfortunately, um, I don't know if you saw, but the CDC announced that we hit the national record for suicides in a year, uh, four months before the end of the year. Um, we've got you know we we daily have a new disaster you know, horrible events that has become part of the norm. Um, the increase in people interested in getting mental health has gone absolutely through the roof. Um, in 2017, the, uh, American Psychological Association did a study that it was 17% of the population were seeking outside help for mental, uh, issues. Uh, it's now up to 52%. And I think what where that shows is not so much that there's been that drastic increase, but there's also been a simultaneously an increase in people willing to say it out loud because a short time ago, that wasn't something you could say in public. I think some of the things that helped that along, I mean, obviously after COVID, you know, a lot of people needed help, you know, it was a tough thing to navigate. Um, but also I think there were people like Simone Biles, um, the gymnast who, stepped away from the Olympics. And when she stepped away, you know, one of the things that was asked was, well, you know, it's, it's just a mental illness. Why not, you know, if you, if she had a sprained ankle or she broke her leg, they would understand. And she explained, I thought really eloquently, that what she does is a millimeter gain. You know, if she's off a millimeter, she can't do what she does. And so the idea of dealing with her, the loss that she was dealing with, while trying to stay on point for millimeters was not possible it was an injury equal to any other injury and I think that opened up a lot of floodgates as well people being you know more receptive to the idea of look the brain the most complex organ in our body can be damaged injured as well and it needs help and the answer to that help is going to see a counselor you know a social worker mental health person and Dr. Hardy was already in the field. He'd been consulting for about 38 different uh, psychological firms, uh, clinics, helping them with their organization and helping them with their marketing. He's actually, um, he's literally wrote in the book uh, on mental health marketing. Um, I am one of the few people that use the word literally correctly these days. Um, if you go on to Amazon, you can um, see that he's got his book out there. Um, and he really helped a lot of Different clinics get on their feet. Started his own clinics about six years ago. Those did extremely well. And what made him, I think, fundamentally different is that he created clinician focused uh, mental health centers that really appealed to clinicians. And he's taken basically everything, all the stuff they don't want to do, he's pulled out of the formula. So all that's left is for them to see patients, take notes. So it's a very, very appealing model for clinicians, which makes it really an appealing model for patients because their clinicians are pure. They're they're there for the purpose of helping. Um, About six months ago, a little over six months ago, he saw that it was a successful model. He also saw that, you know, one of the original brands that had got into the space um, had grown rapidly and grown all over the place, but then also kind of went a different direction when they got involved with some some private people um equity people and so he saw an opportunity to do to do it uh, the way that we that people in the field would want to be done and that's what what nora is nora are mental health outpatient clinics um very low uh investment level very low overhead easy to set up easy to operate you don't necessarily need to be professional in the field at all Um, and it's it's almost, it's a semi-passive bordering on passive investment. So it's, it's good work and good money. It's a good deal.
0: (laughs) So, Scott, let's, um, okay. So this is a franchise opportunity that, I mean, clearly you've described its sole purpose is to help individuals through counseling and therapy services, um, an investor does not need to have any medical background whatsoever, correct?
1: Correct. Most of ours don't. We do have several franchisees who are clinicians, um, but most of them, a vast majority, do not. So,
0: so. for somebody like me that has no uh, you know, medical background in this area, if I were to start up a Nora Mental Health what does the recruitment of um, clinicians look like? And what support do you from a corporate location assist individuals with?
1: Sure. That's a good, that's a, that is a good question. Cause that's, you know, part of the, the question that comes up a lot is okay. If I don't have that expertise, how do I get it in order, in order to hire clinicians? Um, we have a couple of franchisees out of Utah who, um, they own, uh, all the Marcos pizzas in Utah. They bought up, uh, most of the tropical smoothies in their area. They're, they're long-term, you know, large multi-unit investors. Um, I think the background really before them franchising was, uh, as, as part owners of, uh, Stephen Covey and associates, while all that's great background for franchising has nothing to do with mental health. Um, So they came on board. They're actually, um, they bought 31 units uh, was their investment. Um, They did the modeling, saw what it was. They saw the potential and they, they went to 31 units. But coming on board, the question was, especially because their first unit was going to open in Salt Lake City, which has the lowest per capita clinician rate in the country could we do what we've been doing in a, in a area that doesn't have a lot of clinicians to work with? It worked. We, we, we gave them, first off, we trained them on what to look for, how to do the interviews. Um, we gave them all the templates for who to hire, um, where to, where to post them, how to, how to get the uh, the names in the door. Um, and was, what was surprising is it took almost, it took about two, three weeks total for the staffing. And frankly, we had budgeted for months, because we didn't really know how Salt Lake City in particular was going to play out. Um, we have a really attractive model for clinicians. So, you know, Dr. Hardy with his ability in marketing directly to people in the field and to clients was able to put together materials that that resonated with clinicians. So they came to us and then because of the training that John and Dennis had gone through the owners, they were able to walk through that process. Of course, you know we support them all along the way, not just in kind of getting set up, getting materials, but at the end of the day, we did those, those final support calls with them to make sure that who they hired was who they needed. Because the way that Nora is set up, once you hire your clinical coordinator and once you hire your clinicians, you don't have a lot of work to do. (laughs) There's most, Nora takes care of 90% of it from then on. So that's the critical point.
0: Well, and I was going to, so that, so do you tend to find a lot of your clinicians? So one beautiful thing about hiring a therapist is many times they already have a following a book of business per se clientele and so forth. So many times when you hire on a clinician, um, they'll come already with, uh, their base if, if their, uh, clients decide to follow them so that it, that can be a very attractive, um, benefit, right? But do you tend to leverage, um, like therapists that are just graduating and coming out of schooling and training to start up in a business like Nora? Yeah, you know,
1: I, we do, I mean, we do take new folks. I mean, there's definitely, there's, there's that piece, but I will say that for the most part, you know, I I should mention this because as It's one of my favorite lines, but for full transparency, I love it when you've been talking to somebody for an hour or so and they say, okay, to be transparent, which (laughs) summarily means they've been lying to you the whole time and now they're going to be honest. But I am actually, so I've been in franchising for about 20 years. I've never bought a franchise myself. Um, I've represented about 130 different brands, Um, but I am actually the franchisee for Jacksonville, Florida for Nora Mental Health. Said, and I, my background is not in mental health, but I did so much research on everything that's out there. I just fell in love with this thing. So, um, one of the things that I, and so the reason I mentioned that is in opening up my own clinic, and I haven't, you know, I've just started the process. I've already talked to a lot of people in the field who are really excited about the idea of some of them leaving private practice to come with me because. We're going to offload all the stuff they don't want to do. None of them like marketing. None of them like billing. None of them like trying to build a full book of business. Um, And we take care of all that for them. So they're excited for that. The other thing I've done is I've reached out to some people who, um, one of the guys that I'm going to be bringing on is the head of crisis management um, in Jacksonville, or one of the main uh, counselors to call it on he's got a pretty pretty well-known national reputation in what he does now he'll be working for me uh only a very smart a small schedule but what it's also going to draw for me is a lot of clinicians that want to work with that level of talent and again it's a it's an environment where he's going to be supported it's going to be easy for him because all he'll do is what he is trained to do and loves doing but it also is going to bring the clinicians around who want to learn from somebody who does what he does.
0: Oh, That's great. Uh, So so, you mentioned that Nora corporate does 90% of the back end work for clinicians. So can we dive into that a little bit? Uh, Because that is I mean, not only is it a benefit for the clinicians, but for you as an investor, not having to deal with the insurance and the billing and so forth. So can you just uh, dive into what some of those uh tasks are that the franchisor being Nora Corporate takes on versus the franchisee and the clinicians?
1: Right. Yeah, it's pretty massive actually. So you know initially i talked about how we'll do the hiring and again all that's supported through corporate we get the hiring we have get the location and the location is a simple thing we're looking for office space which is the one thing it's a plentiful supply in this country nobody wants it easy to go into um we've heard of another brand that's promoting the idea of of street facing major signage locations i don't know anyone wants to go into a mental health clinic that's you know visible out in the world we're just looking for office space simple stuff so it's simple build once that's up and running and once we've get delivered all that which we support all the way then we take over so nora will do, will do set up the emr system uh for the, the billing system and the thera- and the note system for the uh for the therapists and for the clinicians for the uh the owners we do the licensure we take care of the licensure for them We take care of setting up all the network relationships with the insurance companies, including Medicaid and Medicare, but there's about 18 roughly uh, insurance companies. We take care of all that for them. And then once that's all taken care of ongoing, we take care of all the billing. We take care of all the marketing. We have a 24 hour call center. Um, We also do uh, e-sign now for so people that don't even want to talk to a call center can actually sign up online, which is something that, you know, even like an LA doesn't have yet. But, you know, one of the things I love about Nora is Nora is very, uh, has seen what's been done before and is planned well ahead for what's next. So ready for growth.
0: That is fantastic. So, when you are um looking and talking to prospective franchise owners, what type of skill set are you looking for or attributes in those prospects?
1: Well, you know, so again, I'm you know, use myself as a kind of example. You know, here's what what once you're an owner of ANORA, you, you the key, and this is the key of franchising in general, I think, is You've got to follow procedures. I mean, I think everyone knows that in franchising, but I think the real advantage of franchising is growth, is whatever you get into, get in there with the idea that I'm not doing one of these, whatever it is. I'm I'm planning on growing and growing my area. So we're looking for people that are interested in aggressive growth. And the way that they're going to support their own location is by going around, you know, the, Nora's taking care of the digital marketing for you, which drives in the clients. It's it's worked beautifully. Um, but where we can help is we can get out to the schools and the rehab centers and the hospitals and, you know, the YMCA's and anywhere and just give them, let them know we're here. You know, the number one complaint, uh, the American Psychological Association did this study, clients' number one complaint is they can't get help. That's their number one complaint. They can't get help. You know, somebody said, Are you worried about too many locations or too much competition? And the answer is no. There's this massive amount of people that want help and just can't find it. Um, and that's where we're the solution. We you know, I really do think, you know, if, if you watch TV, if you watch the TV news for 20 minutes, I challenge you not to be absolutely shaken and 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 angry and i i will promise you within 20 minutes you won't remember what the stories were at all because it's irrelevant what they're trying to do is make you upset about whatever the story is talk listen to a politician any politician i love these people that say right left answer there's no right left answer any one of them all they're peddling is more angst more stress that's what their their stock and trade is we've got a sick society and we've got really every vehicle coming at us trying to make us sicker. So the more Noras are out there, and even if there's competition, the more competition that's out there, the better we, we, as a country, and unfortunately, you know, we, as a country export our social, um, norms to the rest of the world. And so it is what we're doing here is now infecting the rest of the world. So, I really feel like Nora is a huge part of a problem, a huge answer to a problem. And it's also, by the way, a great financial vehicle for franchisees. And I think most of them that have really delved into it, um, our franchisee that, that again, the guy that owns all the Marcos pizzas in Utah, you know, he, he entered into this, not because he was looking for another brand, but his son was looking at Nora and he got to looking at our financials and running the numbers. And it, just made such sense to him that he ended up investing in 31 units so there's you know it's you could again I've said it a couple times but I'll keep saying is it's good money and it's good work so
0: well it's definitely a feel-good business I mean any investor in this business can know and go to bed at night knowing that you know they're providing a vehicle for people to get health or get help. And um so yeah, it's you know, I admittedly have I, I have a few family members that go to counseling. I've done counseling myself at various times in my life. I think it's something that actually you should be proud of or an individual should be proud of rather than you know scared or ashamed of because yep. it is. It's it's just improving yourself and who you are. And the vehicle for that is, you know, trusting in a trusted source uh, and a professional. So-
1: Can I I jump on, can I jump on that real quick? Because there's something you mentioned there that really triggered, I just wanted to say something about um, Dr. Hardy himself, because I thought it was really a neat uh, moment when I was getting to know him and, you know, what is this all about? Is this guy real, you know, for real? So first up, he gets that this is a business as well, right? He gets that it's a business. People want to make money. It's not a lost on him. He's worked with thirty eight different clinics. He knows what he's doing. He knows the financial side of it. But he is first and foremost a clinician, right? And and I've heard people give that lip service before. You know, I'm really that. I'm a good person. And and here's the here's the, the event that really. This is when I became a franchisee. Was this moment. I, about, we had just started working together. I brought him a billionaire who wanted to get into Nora. Um, the guy had, you know, it was tons of money. He wanted to buy up a bunch of states. He had tons of, you know, he was, he, so any franchiser at this point in time, we didn't have any franchisees. Dr. Hardy didn't have any franchisees. So this guy was ponying up saying, look, I'm just gonna pile money on you to buy up huge swaths of land right so we get him on a phone call with Dr Hardy and we go about an hour during the phone call and I wish I was exaggerating on a, a, a great level and I wasn't the guy used the word money more than he used the word ant. I, I it was it was just money 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 when we got off the call you know I, a separate call, I had a separate call with Dr Hardy to find out what he thought and of course, again, I got to go back to it. This is a guy who's franchising doesn't have any franchises? This guy's offering him millions, right? So I said, Dr. Hardy, what'd you think? And he said, What do I have to do to never talk to him again? <laughs> I said, You got it, buddy. Uh, I'll take care of you. So one of the things going back to that, what are we looking for in, in uh, franchisees? you know look you can do really well with this thing financially it's a great field to be in but if you're not coming at it from the right direction don't call because because we're not we're not interested we're going to grow with people that see that this is a critical need important franchise and um (laughs) he's legit I mean it's it was a pretty cool moment for me and it's it's actually the moment that I became a franchisee so
0: well, and that speaks volumes. I mean, this is about the business and helping people. This is not about, uh, you know, a money play per se. I mean, of course, building the franchise system, he will make money. Um, But at the end of the day, he's doing this for a purpose. And that purpose is to help others. And yeah, I respect that. I mean, I'm exposed to hundreds of brands every day. I see and hear, you know, big players coming in, buying, you mentioned 30 to me, that's like jaw dropping locations. I mean, sometimes when it even gets to 10, I'm like, holy smokes, you know, that's, that's a big commitment. Um, but yeah, I, I can appreciate his position and being purposeful in the selection. Uh, so let's, Scott, let's dive in a little bit into uh, the real estate aspect of this. So you're looking for a uh, really medical office space, not prime real estate, like you said, uh, an office in an office building that's about 800 to 1200 square feet, it's going to be a simple build out, uh, essentially about six small offices with that type of footprint. So you'll have a small reception area, no staff, no receptionist, a kiosk for self check in. All of that somebody, is
1: great. Somebody did her homework. Okay, impressive.
0: <laughs> and all of that is great, keeps the overhead down and I mean, really, at the end of the day, what that means is any employee is a revenue g- generator, being a clinician. Um, so with six offices in that footprint, how many clinicians would you typically hire?
1: So we're we're, we're, t- we're directing everyone between six and 10 clinicians where you want to end up. Um, and the only reason we say 10, even though you have six offices, is that you know telehealth is a factor Actor. um it's supported we have telehealth and most people at this point in time are hybrid are are hybrid um the report though that I read showed that 73 percent of uh of of counseling has returned on ground um I will tell you my personal opinion and it's just there's no facts behind it I'm just telling you I think the reason that it's returned on ground is because people aren't very good at telehealth um it's not that there it's not it's not that it's a great tool it's a great tool and it will be a better tool but no one was ever trained to do it so you know when you and I are here and a dog starts running in the room or your your child suddenly needs something how do we stay connected through this and there is a certain amount of intimacy to you and I being in the same room versus being on the other end of a camera that's tough to duplicate I think you will get they'll get better at it I think with a few classes graduate and get trained um, they'll grow but we're looking for six to ten um the ideal space you know we we, we have listed six to or 800 to two thousand but realistically the 1200 is such a sweet spot because you have space as well for your um, group uh, group activities as well so the group you know group things therapy that you might do uh you might add as well so we train you on how to set those up how to work with corporations to to get those set up for your clinic um but yeah it's a small and we're not even you know it's great if we're in medical space but frankly we just office space we we don't want you to spend a lot of money i mean that's the key with the franchisee don't spend a lot of money on the space make it a great space internally for the clinicians make it a safe place for everyone to go but we're not looking for extravagant space which is why our the cost of, of a nora is about a third or less than some of the other brands out there that are doing this
0: on that note your total investment for a single nora mental health location is 80,000 to 200,000 that is a very, I it, in the scale of investments, I would say a modest investment for a business model like this. Uh, so that includes a franchise fee of 40000 which is the one-time investment and included in that total investment range in a royalty of 6%. Now, Average number of employees is really going to go to the number of clinicians you have, correct? Yep. Yep. Because beyond that, you do not need um, any reception staff as we mentioned and so forth. So let me ask you this, at the end of the day, what is the role that the owner will play if they are a non-clinician owner? What will their main responsibilities
1: be it's, that's that and therein therein lies the beauty of, of of Nora um your role is really to do payroll and you'll pay the landlord and then where we can add to our bond you know to and again what's nice about the, if you think about the way that that Nora works there's a certain limit on how many possible clients you could have in any given location I put it at roughly 200 which means that you can reach saturation with 200 total customers because most of those people will stay with you for a year. So, um, anything you can do to help get to that number faster. So for me, for instance, I'll be going to the local hospitals, introducing myself to the rehab centers, um, to the YMCA it's just let people know, Hey, schools everywhere. If you're, if you know somebody who's looking and what's nice is it's not like, you no, know, I used to have, I used to have a food brand. And you show up at people's places of business and say hey we're a food brand you're intrusive you know with nora you're welcome you know everybody wants you to spread the word on getting mental health uh help you know they, they want that word out there so we're gonna have plenty of support so as an owner it really isn't a tremendous amount I, I think the one this is one of the ones that really sold me again on the design um we have a prospect not it's not a finished um thing but they're pretty darn close Um, she's a psychiatrist and she's got a six person practice. And the reason she's doing Nora or it looks like she's doing Nora is that she said, you know, for her, she's got about 10 years left in her work career and she wants to keep growing. The problem is the more she grows, the more work she has for Nora. The way she looked at it was, oh, she's already, you know, the way she looked at it was for 6%. She can offload everything she doesn't want to do. And then here's where it really drove it home for her. And this is what pushed her over the top was she's looking at 10 years for retirement. Well, if she owned her own practices, um, on her own private practices, she has no choice when to to retire, but to sell them because she she can't operate them anymore. She, She has to sell them. Well, with Nora since you really don't have to do anything to operate them, she can keep it straight through retirement as passive income. So, it's a really nice design for an investor who has a good day job Has you know, maybe doesn't want to jump from what they're doing. I've, listen, I've, again, I've represented a hundred and some odd brands. And when somebody says, oh, you're buying a restaurant brand, don't worry about it. You'll never have to flip pizzas or you'll never have to serve burgers.
0: Don't believe them.
1: (laughs) You are going to flip pizzas. You are going to serve burgers. That is going to happen. Sometimes for good reasons. I had a a brand that i worked with where it was it was midnight on new year's eve or no one in the morning of new year's eve and they got slammed beyond his ability to hire anybody it was just a great reason to do it but guess what he was doing it one in the morning on new year's eve he was flipping pizzas um and that's true of the service businesses you're you're dealing with those people that you know maybe don't show up you know for a job and a job has to get done what's, what's nice about Nora is even if you wanted to micromanage, you couldn't because there's nothing, there's nothing you could micromanage. You couldn't step in and do the work. You're also, your entire staff is all masters, master's degree people. Right. And it's not to say that degree people are better than other people, but what they have shown is that they're willing to stick to something for six years, And they also do generally care about the field they're in. So you're not going to have, like I had with my restaurant franchise, people, you know, not showing up for work because they just didn't feel good or they had a bad day. These are dedicated people who know how to stick and show up. And that's all that you're going to be working with, which is a pretty nice place to be. So as far as an owner goes, there's not a tremendous amount they have to do, but they can help. They can help.
0: So. All right. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. Um this is definitely a concept that I personally am very passionate about. I it's like I said, it's a feel good business. You're helping others uh for an investor that appreciates those attributes and what this model does. Uh, It is an excellent investment opportunity. It's always going to be a need-based business and very little overhead and very minimal oversight required. So for anybody interested in learning more about Nora Mental Health and potential territory availability, please feel free to reach out to me at Stacy at FusionFranchising.com.